Welcome to the Voice Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Swafford, and today we're going to be talking about worship. Stay tuned. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast for week two, for episode number two of the Voice Bible Podcast. We're so glad you're tuning in today. We're going to be talking about worship. And uh, I don't know if you uh, realize it. I didn't realize it while I was planning the podcast, but this week is considered, uh, starts with Palm Sunday. And uh, it goes all the way through Holy Week, and Easter is, of course, next Sunday. Uh, the We get to talk about the crucifixion and the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior. And I'm so excited about next week's uh, messages um, because we get to talk about that. Um, but more importantly today, I want to talk about worship. And um, I didn't realize it at the time, but um, we're going to be talking about the triumphal entry and why we worship, how we worship. Um, I want us to go to Mark chapter number 11. Mark chapter number 11. I'm going to be looking at the first 11 verses. Now granted, we have various styles of worship. We have contemporary worship. We have traditional worship. We, ha- you know, we walk into church. We, some people worship when they lift up their hands, and some people worship by sitting in their pews or their chairs with their arms folded across their chest. And you know, we, we saw last week um, what that meant, and, and we saw last week that we were royalty and that we had a purpose, and and you know that we were a chosen generation. But this week we're going to be talking about worship, because I think, um, apart from the preaching of the Word of God, I think worship is a vital um, part of our spiritual life, a part of our relationship with the Lord. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we can learn a lot from that. And, uh, you know, I just really... Love the fact that the psalmist David, he uh, he penned a lot of great, uh, a great, a lot of great worship themes in the book of Psalms. You know, the first thing, one of the first things that he put in there is says, "Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise." What does that mean? It means that we are to enter into the presence of God with thanksgiving on our hearts. I want you to think about that for a minute. Thanksgiving on our hearts. You say, wait a minute, Thanksgiving is a, is a holiday where we go and we eat and we have friends and we have family and all that. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Thanksgiving in our hearts. We need to be thankful because as Christians, as children of the Most High God, we must be thankful uh, for what He's done for us. Now, here's ways, here, here's if, if you don't have anything else to be thankful for, he can, you can be thankful for the cross. You say, wait a minute, you're, ta- you're crossing some boundaries right there. Well, here's the thing. I preached it last, or I, I taught it, preached it, whatever you want to call it. I taught it last week. Without the preaching of the cross, there's no remission of sins. Without the, or, I'm sorry, without the preaching of the cross, it's foolishness. But without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. So you had to have the cross in order to have the blood. This week, we're going to be talking about worship. You know, Jesus taught on the mountain, and, and in, in, I believe it was in the book of Matthew. 
Jesus taught on the mountain and he said, you go to Jerusalem to worship. He said, you can, and, and he pretty, and I'm paraphrasing this. So here's what basically he said. You can worship God anywhere you are. You do not have to go to Jerusalem. You don't have to go out into the wilderness. You can worship God wherever you are. And I'm so grateful for that. But let's, uh, let's get into the word. I love the word of God. And uh, let's see what the word says. I'm reading out of uh, Mark chapter 11. This is, again, the triumphal entry when Jesus was going into Jerusalem. It says, And when they came nigh to Jerusalem unto Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sendeth forth two of his disciples and saith unto him, Go your way into the village over against you, and as soon as ye be entered into it, ye shall find a colt tied wherein never man sat. Loose him and bring him. Why did he say that? Because he, he could have said, go get me a stallion. He could have said, go get me the, the, a chariot. But no, he said a colt. In, in verse 3, it says, If any man say unto you, Why do ye this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him, and straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way and found the colt tied by the door without, without in a place where two ways met, and they loosed him. And certain of them that stood there un- stood there said unto them, "What do ye why what do ye loosing the colt?" And they said unto them, "Even as Jesus had commanded them." And they let him go. They let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and cast their garments on him, and he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees and strawed them in the way. And that and that and they that went before. And they that follow cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked round about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. Now, you know, obviously this was late in the evening when Jesus Finally got to his disciples, and you know he he pretty much said, you know what we're gonna we're gonna teach tomorrow. So I'm not gonna stop the podcast right here and say I'm gonna teach tomorrow because I think this is a, a much needed word for today. You know I love the part in the scripture there where it said here that they went before, and they that followed cried saying, Hosanna. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father, David, that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You know, we sing a song around Christmas time that says, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill to men. You know, we sing, I've heard that song. Uh, matter of fact, um, Ernie Haas' Signature Sound sung that song. The first time I heard it, I was like, wow, that's a great song. And you know what? It's true because when Jesus was born, the angels were shouting glory in the highest. Peace on earth, be good and goodwill toward men. These people who who were looking for the Messiah, they were they were looking for this great king, and they were looking for this man to come riding in on a stallion. Instead, he come riding in on a donkey. On a donkey, a humbled person. You know, last week we talked about where it's Jesus, where the word said that we are to humble ourselves. Jesus taught us the prime example of humbling ourselves. 
whenever he rode in on a donkey. People were laying palm branches down in the road. You, know, you say, well, why were they doing that? Why weren't, why weren't they just... Why were they not just like having a huge celebration? Because they expected this great Messiah, this great king to come, and they saw Jesus, even though he was a great, they considered him a great prophet and a great, and a great man. Because they'd seen him do miracles, they had seen him heal people, they had seen him uh, do all these things, they'd seen him teach in the temple. And yet they laid palm branches down at his feet. And they said, Hosanna in the highest. Why do we worship? We worship because we can. Because it is our, because as, as a born again Christian, I believe very well that we should be worshiping the Lord. I, should, I, I believe that we should be worshiping him when we have opportunity to. In our private life in, and in our corporate life. You say, I don't go to church. Didn't have nothing to do with going to church. But here's what I will say to you on that. If you don't have a church home, get you a church home. And let me and let me be very clear when I say this. Get you a church home that believes wholeheartedly in the Bible, in the Word of God. Get you a church that believes wholeheartedly in the crucifixion of Christ. And believes wholeheartedly in the resurrection of Christ from the dead. And get you one that believes this, that whenever that, that when the blood was shed, your sins were forgiven. You say, well, that's in the Bible, right? Yeah, absolutely. So get you a church that teaches the word of God in its totality, not some of these, uh, some of these preachers that want to pick and choose what to preach. Makes me, and I, I'm just going to go on a rant here for a second. It makes me sick when I hear preachers that 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 want to that want to water down the gospel. The gospel has never was never meant to be watered down. So I'm going to tell you this: if you're listening, if you listen to this podcast, you will hear me talk about the book, the blood, and the blessed hope, all three. And I will say this: I'll, I'll say this much. The cross still points home. The cross still leads home. Oh, my, my, my. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship. Why do we do it? Because they did it. The Bible is very clear that in the that when Jesus returns, every knee shall bow before him and every tongue shall confess him as Lord. You know... It's funny because we go into worship and we have all these all this music and and we have all of these things and yet a lot of it doesn't amount to hardly anything. I want to read another scripture here. You know, Psalm one uh Psalm chapter one hundred and fifty, verse number uh two. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Isn't God great? Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dads. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and organs. Now let me say this, on where it says, Praise Him with the, with the timbrel and dance. I go to a Pentecostal church, so we have tambourines in our church, and we have people who will dance. When... When, when they dance, they dance before the Lord. D guess what? Dancing is allowed, okay? Let's, let's make that clear. Dancing is allowed. 
You say, well, wait a minute, man. All I can do is move my legs and move my hands and clap and, and uh, keep rhythm. Dancing is allowed, okay? Just so that we're clear on that. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. What is that? Praise him with the drums. You say, well, wait a minute, man. All I got is a keyboard and an organ because I go to a church that doesn't allow drums in the sanctuary. Reread the Bible. Praise him with the cymbals. Praise him with the high-sounding cymbals. Because and how uh, I just gotta say this how how crazy would it be would it be if it just said praise him with the stringed instruments and the organs oh by the way stringed instruments are guitars praise him with the guitars and the organs I'm gonna tell you I was raised Baptist we had a piano and we had an organ. In our sanctuary. And here's the songs that we sung. And he walks with me. And he talks with me. And tells me I am his own. Anybody catch the... The the depression in that song? I ain't say, now don't get me wrong. I don't. Want, I, I, I'm not saying that organs and pianos are not great in church because they are, and they have their place. But here's the thing: stop singing depression songs. When we sing songs that say, you know. I don't know. There is power in the name of Jesus. You know, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There is great power in that name. We worship because we think it's our duty or or it's a habit to go into the house of God. We worship because that's the thing to do on Sundays. We worship because... Well, our grandparents did it and our our parents do it and and we got to do it. Let me tell you something. When you worship out of habit, then my friend, you totally you totally throw aside the whole reason why you're there. Don't get me wrong. The word of God is great because I believe the word of God should be preached. But I'm going to tell you something. God inhabits the praises of his people. You say, how do you know that? Because we praise him when things are good. We praise him when things are bad. As a matter of fact, earlier today, I heard, I watched a Facebook Live video from C.T. Townsend Ministries. They had a, they had some stuff stolen from there, from a church for a rally earlier in the week. Guess what? What the devil meant for evil, God turned around and turned it into good. They recovered all their stuff, which I'm very thankful for because that's some expensive equipment. And, you know, I love it because the, the Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. We are told to praise the Lord. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise him for, for just being God. 
and I want to encourage you today that if you have never placed your trust in, in the Lord, today would be that day. If you have never trusted Christ and have never tried to praise and worship Him, give it a try this weekend as you go into your church as you go into church. And let me say this, I don't care where you go to church at. I don't care if you're a Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Church of God, Holy Roller, Sanctified, whatever. I don't care. But what I do care is, is that are you going to worship the pastor, the music, or are you going to worship Jesus? I'm, I can't help but wonder why we're there. And if you're there, is your heart in the right place? I pray that this, that, that this week you would have a great week as we prepare for Easter on Sunday. That's pretty much all I have. And it's been an honor to, pre- to, to share this message with you. I pray that you go in peace this week. Remember our Facebook uh, page. You can find us at facebook.com slash voice Bible podcast. We're also available on anchor.fm. You can search uh, voice Bible podcast there. And we're also on spreaker.com by selecting the, um, by going to voice Bible podcast on Spreaker. All that information, by the way, is on the Facebook page. So go on there, subscribe and like us to stay tuned for more episodes as they will be published and produced. But for the Voice of Bible Podcast, I'm Josh Swafford. I bid you a wonderful rest of the afternoon or day or whenever you're listening to this. Have a great week. We'll see you next week right here at the Voice Bible Podcast. God bless.